All right, welcome to another episode of Design on Purpose, the Wordplay Studio podcast. Please like and subscribe. As always, we're uh, trying to grow this channel and we've got a vision, uh, you know, as planet Earth as a garden and work of art for all life. And this podcast is one way of realizing that and and having those conversations and bringing that into a reality. So the more that uh, we can share this, you know, far and wide and and, uh, connect with people and have the conversations um, that that make a difference, uh, the better we all are. So... Yeah, like and subscribe, uh, share if any of these episodes are resonating with you, if you're finding value in them, you know, send them to your friends and family. Um, That would be greatly appreciated. So episode 14, we have Charlotte Ivy, naturopath. Welcome. Welcome, Charlotte. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the shack. Thank you. I'm loving this shack. Yes, yes. Do you remember the old shack? I never saw the old shack. Oh, you never came. No. You never came to Delhi and seen no. the old shack. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a, it's a rebuild. It's a replica. Yeah, it's a replica. It's an artifact. It's one of our artifacts. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> gazing at all the things, all the items. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? All the history. <laughs> Notice that up there, that frisbee. I don't know how that got there. <laughs> yes, it's been trapped there for years, yeah. actually. Apparently, that frisbee. I don't know if you can see it on the on the camera, but there is a frisbee up there, Patagonia oh, frisbee. Apparently, it's worth a bit of a, you know, it's it's quite valuable it's worth these days. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a collector's item. So and it uh, became it was our frisbee, and now it became it. Well, it was your frisbee, but we played it a little bit. Now it's it, stuck in the net. Now it's up there, yeah, <laughs> in the fairy lights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a few quirky things around the shack. A few quirky people too, hanging out in the shack today. Is that me? <laughs> I think it's all of us. I'm maybe a bit quirky. You both may be a bit quirky too. <laughs> no way. No, we're normies. As normies. <laughs> so, um, maybe just start by uh, telling us a little bit about yourself and about naturopathy, because. Um, something that I didn't know what it was until I guess a bit later in life. Um, you know, you know about pharmacy, you know, the doctor world and pharmaceuticals and all that. And then it's like, Oh, what's this naturopathy? But it's, um, can you, yeah, give us a little rundown on what that means. Well, it can be a hot, a word that is hard to pronounce. Naturopath, naturopathy. I don't know. Is it naturopathy or is it naturopathy? Well, exactly. (laughs) Which one? Each to their own. I'm a naturopathy person. That's how I say it. Okay. Okay. And I mean, sometimes it's a bit of a mouthful. But anyway, <laughs> just say nat- naturopath. Just say it quickly. Naturopath. Yeah. Um, it's just about treating the root cause of everything. So instead of obviously going to a doctor, which is more like they'll just treat the instant thing. Say you've got like a, a bad gut. They'll just, I don't know what they do, give you antibiotics. But if you're going to see a naturopath, they'll look into why you have a bad gut in the first place. Mm. Is it stress? Is it your environment? Is it everything? Is it your mood? Is it your diet? Like what, are you allergic to things? Have you got reactions? So we're looking at everything and then using like natural ways to treat the body and treat Mm. yourself. So the herbs, the nutraceuticals, Referring to even counsellors and things and anything. I'm really interested in mental health and trauma. Mm. That's my area. It sounds oh. like a real systemic approach to health rather than mm. like because we, we, we've been talking a bit about this. I mean we're systems designers so I think there's a bit of an overlap there in, in the sense of how you're approaching somebody's health because it's like 
you're kind of looking for the you're looking at the system rather than going directly to the symptom of what's coming through. So and the like symptom is usually the thing that people come to you for and want some sort of quick fix or some relief around, right? But then as you start to ask some questions, you're like, oh, wait a second, that's, uh, you know, that's related to this and there might be a whole chain of chain of things, right? Yeah, and if you, if you keep treating the symptom, it just keeps coming back, right? Because that's not oh, yeah. normally the main reason that it's there. There's other things. And sometimes people are so disconnected from their bodies now because of the whole environment and the world that we live in that they just can't work out why they feel that way. Mm. Sometimes it's like removing everything and all the things that we think unfortunately now are normal, like things in our food, like additives, preservatives and stuff. Mm. Even our environment, like I know you're big on the the red light. Oh, red light therapy, yeah. The red light. And the sun. Sunshine. Yeah, the sun, how healing the sun is. And we don't, because we're working inside like nine to five, we don't have all these, we don't have the sun. We have all these like superficial, superficial artificial lights mm. at the computer mm. and stuff. And it's all like damaging for us. Yeah. yeah, it's damaging and it's – I, I want to ask like because it's, it's interesting like when you look at the timeline of how all these artificial things have came into our environment, like, you know, being indoors a lot of the time and these things, you know, the food as well. But also the, the medicines of today are also like that as well. It's like what we're treating mm. the artificial um, like challenges or, or health – things with is with more kind of of the same thing right more artificial things more artificial mm. things it's like it's like adding more of that into the the like the system it's, more more it, more chemicals more toxicity or, or things rather than cr- trying to repair the um the like naturally why and a lot of these things be, are happening because you're doing unnatural things in the first place, right? And because it's been, say you've got like a medication, because it's been manipulated, it's a pharmaceutical product. So they change the structure of things. So for example, you've got like a statin. What's a statin? So it lowers cholesterol. Mm. It's kind of quite big for people that have high cholesterol, but a lot of the time. But is it a pharmaceutical? Yeah. But, okay, yeah. It's just a medication which... So many people obviously now are having like all like so much inflammation. Their diet is high in like seed oils and things, and it's going to increase cholesterol. But is is cholesterol that bad? Well, this is the thing. So I mean, I have I have a condition which is hyperfamilial cholesterolemia. I can't ever say it. it's a very long word. That sounds hard to well. say. The naturopathy. Just said it quickly. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and that is where like my body produces too much cholesterol. I don't have enough LDL receptors to clear up the cholesterol in your body. So I have actually very high cholesterol. So I actually need to address my cholesterol levels and my, cause my cholesterol is crazy. Like my total cholesterol level is like 12 or something. It's very, very high. It's dangerously high. So mine needs to be addressed, but someone else that could go to a doctor that doesn't have like a genetic issue like me could go and the doctor would see it and say their cholesterol is, I don't know, around six or say it's seven or something. It needs to be lowered, but a lot of the time they can, the doctor can be like, oh, you need to go on statins straight away. And they won't look at other things that mm. that person can naturally lower it. And the statin is actually derived, I believe, from red rice yeast extract, which is a natural compound. The Japanese have been using it for thousands of years. I think even maybe the Chinese as well. But they've changed the compound of it. And when they change the compound of these like herbs even – there's always going to be side effects because 
really you're messing with mother nature. The things that are herbs that have been used for thousands of years, I know people can say, oh, you know, this natural medicine, but the fact is it's been used for thousands of years because it works. Mm-hmm. And there is science behind a lot of these things now. I think a lot of the thing, the issue now though going on is that people say, oh yeah, trust the science. There's, there's research on this, but if it's something, if it's a drug that's been out for two years and it's new and they've got some research on it, that weighing like, that yeah. against traditional medicine is a bit. You don't know like the long-term effects of, no. of using these compounds or synthesised compounds, right? And we are natural beings, like we're part of nature. So it kind of makes sense to be working with nature mm. and having things designed for our bodies inside yep. of us. When did we start to delineate, like, because obviously the pharmaceutical industry is so massive now, it's like, and it, and it also is like the regulatory way of doing things. Like if you're doing anything outside of that system, you kind of get vilified or, um, you know, shut down in different ways, depending on what you're, you're treating people with. When did that kind of become, you know, shift from these traditional ways of medicines and natural ways of doing it into what we're kind of seeing now where we're, totally so far away from that. Do you you know much about that? I think, I can't remember, but the whole thing with farming changed and it became, I think when what happened was the farming got like take, agriculture became like a big thing and it became, society just became more about money and it was less about the whole family environment and it was more about going out, earning a wage and then corporations began to take over and so you weren't you weren't just going out and working for your like providing for your family. You were working and earning money, and then big corporations kind of got involved and began having all this farm like structure and thinking and control and power mm. and owning things. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Like it, like you mentioned farming and agriculture, like that's such. A, mm. It's pretty much the same situation, that, yeah. There's, yeah, because the plants are pretty much getting um, treated in that same sort of mentality of like, you know, if it's a monoculture, like coming up with some synthesized chem- or, or thing to treat the plant with to deal with this part of it, and then that modifies the plant, and then that's what we end up eating, and then that makes us more sick as well. Yeah, and because they're thinking about money all the time, and this is obviously like the whole big issue, but. They're thinking about money, so thinking, oh, how can we make it easier to grow like X times more of this crop? So they're spraying all the crops with chemicals to stop insects and things, which we actually need, obviously. And so they're spraying it all, and then people somehow think that that doesn't end up in our bodies and our food. Of course it does. Well, obviously it does. And it's the same with the food that they're providing the animals. If they're going to feed them the pellets like cows and dairy, all these pellets which are GMO, soy and God knows what else into the food and then they eat the food and then we consume the animal. Well, we're obviously consuming all the animal's toxins as well. Like we don't just consume its protein. There's a lot more than just protein that goes into that Mm. animal. It's interesting. We bumped into – well, we were at the local – um, leagues club down here like a, f- a couple of months ago and there were some farmers there <clears throat> and um, I made some mention about glyphosate. I was like, oh, you know, like, 
you know, how's that glyphosate off the, the sugar cane here? Did it, you know, I bet you a lot of that washed into the to the river and, and um, they were convinced that glyphosate was not a problem at all, that it's, you know, that it's not really toxic and you can have a bit of glyphosate. Like they were, they're just the culture around it, they just, you know, and it, mm. that's kind of concerning. I mean, sugar, like highly processed sugar anyway, is probably not great for you, but just the fact that that mentality around the glyphosate, like it's still so normal that it mm. like with people having this idea that it's okay yeah just thinking things are normal like thinking pharmaceuticals normal thinking it's normal to be sick all the time now that's not normal to be sick all the time if you have a healthy immune system you'd be sick like what, mm. once or twice a year and you'd recover quite quickly but people now if you notice more and more they can't really properly recover they don't fully shift things yeah and yeah we know partly probably what that's why that is, mm-hmm. but also <laughs> <laughs> that's true, isn't it? Like the immune um, systems are being mm. destroyed, and yeah, it, it, you hear about so many people just getting sick again and again and so again. And it, you're, you're right; it's like it's totally baby, being normalized. Babies being born with like no immune systems, even yeah, you know, like that's pretty pretty scary. That's not normal. Thinking it's normal to just not breastfeed your baby, thinking it's normal to just give it formula. All the yeah, time. Well, yeah. What about that? What's in that formula? Mm. They've got no idea. Okay. Oh, it's just it's just milk that's you know being powdered. Um. What about the quality of that milk? Where is that animal from? What else is added into that milk? There's normally like a lot of vegetable fats and things, which that's should not, not even be for human consumption. That that'd destroy babies. your gut straight up, wouldn't it? Like straight away. And then everyone wonders why there's gut issues and there's all these weight issues and mm. yeah, because the gut stuff like that's something that I got really into because um a couple of years ago I had a real issue with my gut. I had like ended. Up, I didn't realize, but I had the staph infection mm. and I had all this just I just felt a lot of discomfort all the time like I had this kind of like parasitic kind of energy I could feel it I could actually f- really feel the consciousness of it in a way like it was really taking over and um I didn't realize until I actually ended up getting a like a cyst which I had to get cut out but it was yeah this total like it was a staph infection I don't know if it had anything I don't know if that's possible to get from like mold or whatever whatever it is because we had we had black mold in the house we were living previously mm-hmm. but um yeah it was a massive journey for me in t- terms of trying to like flush that out and and I ended up going on all these rounds of antibiotics and it was like killed my whole gut biome and then I went went on this whole journey of like learning about gut health and uh you know getting into things like shilajit and and you know all these things to try and like rebuild my my gut and um and also uh I ended up doing a fast 10 day fast to like clear it out but yeah it's just like I I know I totally noticed how different I feel how much more clear I feel in my mind since I went through that journey of like clearing it all out and, and yeah, it's just such a huge, you don't realize how huge a part, cause you don't see your gut, but it's such a big part mm. of your system. Well, it's, it is, it is pretty much a majority of your system that you don't really realize or think about it too much, but it's like, it hasn't, it impacts everything. And it's like your first brain. I know everyone says, Oh, this is your brain and your gut's like your second brain, but really like, all of our intuition, why does everyone say, oh, trust your gut? 
And if you don't have a healthy gut, you can't really trust your intuition and things as much. Mm, that's true. That's always think. Because it's not clear. We've got all these chemicals damaged, in there. And, it, yeah. and obviously, like, most of your serotonin is made in your gut around, I think, about oh, wow. 70%. So if you don't have a healthy, fu- functioning gut, then how are you going to think? Because obviously all your neurotransmitters are linked and they're created, like, in the gut. There's, like, probiotics and things help, obviously, create neurotransmitters. So if you've got bad bacteria you're not actually going to create those neurotransmitters that you need for good mental health as well. Mm. Mm. And we're we're seeing that, like, you know, we're just mentioning before how they release these these, um, pharmaceuticals and then, you know, you don't know what the long-term impacts are. And it's like we're now really seeing the long-term impact of of some of these things that have been introduced, you know, mid-last century, like glyphosate in the, the, the farming, for instance, that we're now seeing all this, like, systemic damage that it's causing to everybody on mental health, you know, um, fertility, gut biome, like it's just like a whole list, long list of uh, horrible, th- like, you know, pretty dam- severely damaging yeah. things that are, and, and it's kind of crazy to think because I'm pretty sure glyphosate or some of these um, in- industrial chemicals were created in the the war and then after the war they decided to start using them in the agriculture and it's like, what the, you know, like when you start to think of like who, how did this ever even, you know, get to come about and think that it's like not going to be a, uh, a harmful Oh, there's a, there's a dollar to be made there, isn't there? And so. they do one study and they <laughs> peer review it, one person mm. peer reviews it because that's, that's okay because they're a professor or something. And then all of a sudden it's completely safe and it's being used. I'm not saying I don't know that happened to the glyphosate, but. That's well, look, what, that's how easy it is to peer review something, though. Water fluoridation, you know, like people talk, like people think you're a bit nuts if you say anything about fluoride, but they don't realize that it's hydrofluorescic silic acid. It's not sodium fluoride, and it's like same thing. It's like the water's under attack too. Like we don't we don't drink it, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, they think. It's good for your teeth. That's the marketing that's applied to it. It's good for your teeth. It's good for your teeth. It's good for your teeth. But if you go to the dentist and they put fluoride on your teeth, they tell you to spit it out because it's a neurotoxin. But it's like, why are we drinking it in the water? And once it passes past your teeth, like it goes goes much further past your teeth. And it's it's good for your teeth. It's like, oh yeah. It's bioaccumulative, so it like collects in your in your body, and it actually. Um, I think it does an exchange with calcium, so it flips the calcium, the fluoride and calcium flip out of your bones. I think your body tries to like get, um, not take on the toxins by by replacing the the fluoride with the cal- the calcium with the fluoride. So then you end up with like brit- brittle bones and like you know arthritis and things like that. I mean, wh- you know, where does that you know why is that so prevalent? Um, but just what it does to your brain and and it you know the calcification of your pineal gland and everything it's just like but it's just it's in every city water supply i think byron mm. might have take i think they rallied to not have it in the water supply but then there's that so many and chlorine things, yeah and and around the 50s they had all this with fluoride they had all this um what was it it was like a byproduct of phosphate fertilizer fertilizer and aluminium that's the by the byproduct it's the hydrofluorescic silic acid and like that's the byproduct of 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 producing those things so it's like okay well what do we do with this well let's turn it into a product and start selling it to the city water supply but it's i mean once you start going down that track of working out what what fluoride Mm -hmm. actually is 
um, and you realise how they use that in the war as well in like – and I think there's actually record of that, like in concentration camps and things like that, putting it in the water supply because it makes people subservient and obedient and things like that. So it's like it's not it's not good for your brain and your your ability to to think, uh, you know, um, critically. And that's the thing, yeah. though. Now you have to you have to actually just do a bit of extra work if you want to stay healthy, and you can't just go and drink the tap water. You can't turn on a tap and drink the water, which is so crazy when you think of it. Like everyone should have access now. You would have thought to just healthy water. Even fluor, there's so much more stuff that goes in that water. Oh, so I mean, much. imagine if you're turning, if you're cleaning that filter, if you have like an in-house one and you look look at all the stuff that comes out of that filter and that's just going we in your did body. That. It looks disgusting. It's like, yes. it's like yes. bra- dark brown. We've it looks changed like us. A, like a, an ad off like a ciggy packet, like that kind of gangrene looking. Yeah. Like, because yeah. it's this white, beautiful thing when you put it in, and then by the end, it, it was just like looks brown, like, wasn't it? Looks like pure disease, like on it. And you have to kind of use your intuition, guide and you just think, well, even if the packet, if the packet of the filter, new filter says, oh, change every six months, well, maybe you're living in an area or you're using a lot more water than they reckon, like they were kind of assuming. So change every three months. You know, just like always have to stay on top of these things. And same with like food, buying organic, okay, it's more money, but you're actually so is, having... Yeah, so, so is dealing with the, with yeah. the uh, cost later. It also yeah. keeps you satiated like when you eat mm-hmm. good quality food because it's actually, your body's actually getting nutrition. So, you know, you don't actually need to eat as much food when you eat good quality food. Mm. I noticed that. And also you don't your body's not dealing with as many toxins. It doesn't have all the the pesticides and things in the food as much. Mm. So yeah. it's just easier on your body. It's a lot more. What are like we know you're into a lot of um, you know, you're you're good with with using food or different things as remedies to deal with like all this toxicity and stuff in the environment. What are some things you do that you I guess, I don't know, for people listening you could recommend it like a broad level or I don't know if there's some interesting things you want to share around, around what we could be doing to mitigate some of these. So for detoxing, I actually love, which I know not everyone loves, especially you guys don't normally love this, but clonics. <laughs> I don't know if either of you have ever had a clonic. I, I have actually. I have had one you? after my fast. How did you feel? It was awesome actually. It was good. I, w- I went to the, the, there's one in town here, a Colin Health oh. Clinic. And it's, it's good. Like they put, they also put, um, I think they also do a flush after with like, I don't know if it's some kind of tea or like, and magnesium and things like that. I think so. Didn't you say it's like one of the best in there? I think it's, yeah, it's like, it was quite good. I'll, 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 I'll 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 take you by there. Is it one of those open, so for people listening, there's like an open system and a closed system. And I only ever recommend... Well, personally, like the closed system, because I went to go and use an open system before and it was just... What's an open can you, system? Can you explain what those <laughs> are? absolute shit show. Can I say that? Anyway, I've just well, said it. It's pretty appropriate for what well, we're talking about, right? I went. I thought it was a closed system. That's all I knew. And I went once. Because you know when you're travelling somewhere... I don't know what, you're, all, what are you talking about. You, maybe just let's start okay. with what is a colonic, because like, so, not everyone might not know come that Come on, let's get, let's get let's, into the deets. Let's get into my favourite area of poo, because I know everyone's <laughs> like, this is disgusting, I don't want to talk about poo, but we do it every day and you need to have good healthy poo. If you don't have good healthy poo, then you need to fix your gut, because you've got your poo tells you a lot of stuff. 
So you should be checking your poo every day mm-hmm. if you're not. Anyway, Bristol Soul Chart, look that up. Okay, anyway, clonic. So a clonic basically is, I'll say this as nicely as I can, it's just like a gentle wet method um, and it's used to flush out all your old fecal matter out of your gut and rehydrates it as well with like the water mm. that goes in and it will flush everything out. So you've got gut and issues. And it's coming in from... Oh, so you basically like put a tube up. I'll get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah. Go for just it. Put a Please tube explain. up there. So you just kind of go in, <laughs> go in, up, 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 up the, up okay. the, up the hole, up the just making sure we're clear. Up the, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so you lay there, you basically go in and then the therapist will say to you, just lay on your side and stick your bum out and then she'll just put a tube up there. That's the closed system. And then the tube... Okay. People yeah, that's what I. Like that's I what I did. It's like gra- it's like gravity, right? They well, they mm. you can feel the pressure as it's going in, and then they release the pressure, and then it, it yeah it comes out. You kind of they fill you up with water. Yeah, that's right. And then they say to you, "Let me know when you feel full," and you just feel this like sense of you, like, you feel the pressure. Yeah, you feel like you need to go to the toilet, and, and then they like, release release, and then you will just see stuff. So they can actually see the stuff. They have a clear tube yeah. and they can see. Well, when I went my, went to mine, I was completely like, because I'd fasted for ten days, and she goes, "Well, you're not full of shit, are you?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> Sometimes I'll say for that, it's actually good to have a meal or two, even like a few meals, and then wait until you have the clonic, because you get kind of like stuff that your body's still in a fasted state for a, like a while afterwards. It's still holding on to all the nutrients that are coming in. Mm. Sometimes if you wait a few, like even a day or so, and you've got that first round of digestion like going and then you go in but yeah it's good it's amazing when you're doing that mm. um so that, anyway that's the closed system okay that's the, what i did yeah the open system for me was a bit traumatic what's the open system well, i can't really i feel like my mind just has blurred it a bit because but you just go and she's like go and lay down on this it was like this kind of bath but it's not a bath it's a table from what i remember and she'll just get you put a tube up there yourself and you kind of just do it all and it's just stuff everywhere. Just shit. What do you mean? You're like lying in it's it. Not a, it's not a tube that just cleans, cleanly go, leaves. This, it's just all there. It's like you're on some huge toilet seat. Mm. Anyway, I wasn't a fan. I'm sure a lot that of sounds horrible. What's, <laughs> what's the... Uh, just the, the closed system, just cleaner and... So there's no diff, medical diff, oh, um, health difference. I mean, there's... It's no. just a different experience. A I think bit of a closer. I, a close is a lot. I feel like it's a lot safer because it's somebody's there, like yeah. doing it with you. you yeah, know? it sounds like a, a, a quite intimate experience. Yeah, I and mean, would you get one? I would get one. Yeah, I've thought about it for ages, but I just haven't ever gone and done it. But it's quite cool. I, I'd Do go again. again. You feel really good afterwards. They, like your mind just feels because obviously, clear. Like, yeah, it feels clear. And they, you feel like they, they hydrate you, you as well. Like yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they put like, I don't know if it was green tea. Does that sound right? Or like, or maybe chamomile or something. I think they put yeah, some they tea through and like there. some magnesium through as well. Sometimes I do coffee because it can speed up like the metallic, um, metallic. What, what causes bowel cancer? Because bowel cancer is a really big thing, right? Yeah. And this is obviously dealing with your, your bowel, right? Is yeah. It, that's what it's doing, yeah. right? Is that... Like what, what apart, f- like what does the colonic do for you? Like health wise, 
So it's kind of, if you think of it, how often do people are walking around and they don't go every day or they're walking around and they're eating things which really – Full of toxins. Sh- full, just yeah, full of toxins and packaged food. Like you look on the back. Most people would not be able to tell you half the things in that in that packet. And, you're, and it's just saying in the gut and it builds up and it's like everyone has no – okay, think about fungus as well. How many times do people once a year think, oh, I'm going to, you know – have a fungal check and just take some antifungals like I always say people will worm their pets but do they actually ever worm Mm. themselves and it's just kind of nobody gets rid of bad bacteria anymore it feels like they're not eating all the herbs in their diet like they used to like we used to be eating loads of herbs I feel like but with all these processed food nobody's eating fresh herbs and things that help carry all this bad bacteria out of our bodies so it's like a build-up Mm. I mean, and then there's other things like deeper, obviously, like trauma and stress and things that go. But we hold a lot of emotions in our gut as well. Mm. So I feel as well it's a big emotional thing when you have all these like cancers and things and even Crohn's, like autoimmune issues. Mm. There's You hold a lot of energy there. and it, I mean... IBS. Yeah. That's true, yeah. you think of um, how when you're really stressed, your body goes into like a fight or flight mode. And you lose a lot of time. You lose appetite because you can't. Mm, true. You can't think properly. You just you feel a bit sick. You're so anxious. So and when you're in a fight or flight and you're really anxious and stressed, you're actually really damaging your microbiome in your gut. So I always say to clients, I'm like, the first thing you should be doing if you're going through like a stressful time is taking a good probiotic and taking some herbs to work on your like adrenals and your nervous system. Mm. Because if, you, if you've if you got a calm nervous system, your gut will also be fine. But if you're stressed, then you're not going to be able it. to process and eat food and digest it correctly. And then you have all these issues. Like how many times when you've been stressed is your skin bad? Well, it's, it's massive, isn't it? I think like the stress was something that really was when I had that staph infection, like mm. impacted that. Because I think my the stress made it well it impacted my chemistry and my body which made me I think more prone to getting the the infection Mm. but it's like yeah I've been reading this book recently called why zebras don't get ulcers it's a really good book and it talks about like you know your system and and why and I'm, I'm not all the way through yet but what I've gathered so far it's like you know we live in a time now where we're surrounded by stresses like bills and you know paying rent and job stresses you you, you're constantly expected to be online because your phone so you're constantly activated having to be alert and responsive to all these external factors so we live in such a different environment but our body is still like it's still wired for like you know living outdoors in a simple way so it's like we're not we haven't adapted to to those to that environment where those stresses are happening so it's like you're constantly in fight or flight or like your adrenals are constantly activated the chemistry in your body is constantly being impacted by these stresses um and it's just like you know and i've been actively trying to like remove stresses in my life so that i can manage my gut health because it's you know it's it's one impacts the other in each way around Mm. so it's like yeah, it's, it's such a big part of it and, and just balancing that because – and talking to the fungus as well. It's like I did notice, like I said to you, the consciousness of that infection. Like, 
you can really feel it. Yeah. Like because it kind of like it is parasit. Like it's because it's it felt like it was like tapping into my system, like controlling. Because it, it, it does. It does, does it. It controls it, it, what we crave. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. Like wanting certain foods, like yeah. or like things with like sweet sugar or like or like gluten or like things that were gonna not make me feel great, but like was gonna feed yeah. the the parasite, right? So, and 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 the mood, like the de- like. De- just kind of depressed. It also impacted my posture, I think, as well. It was yeah, kind of like okay, pulling me forward, like just the whole thing. Yeah. And like I've just been like unraveling it all and and clearing it all out. And I just I've got a long way to go, but I feel like I'm finally kind of starting to understand some things which I didn't really realize before. And that's a really good thing about when you have like that awareness. So most of the time people crave they crave these foods, but they forget they're, they're like, oh, I've got this craving. I just can't help it. But as soon as you think you have a craving, okay, there is a difference between having a craving and needing like, and needing something that supports your body that's healthy, like nutritionally, like, oh, some people like you have a craving for like red meat sometimes because your iron's low or something. But when you're craving sugar and things, I always say to people as well, I'm like, but that is not actually you craving that. That's normally like bad bacteria and then as Mm. soon as you have that awareness like oh that's not actually me it's like you kind of have more power over it because you're like well I don't need that Mm -hmm. and also notice how when you this is why herbs are actually so amazing and people should be having more herbs in their diet if you're having a craving for something really sweet say you've had your dinner and after you're like oh I could really have some chocolate going have a like a spiced like a hot drink like turmeric lattes, I always recommend people to have them because they're amazing. Mm. Try and have something like that afterwards. And it's like, because it has antifungal properties and antibacterial, you'll have that drink and you won't really, you have so much more willpower to be like, actually, don't really need that anymore. And you won't crave it as much. Turmeric's great too. Doesn't it kick off like atropophy? No, how do you say that? Is it atropophy? Well, it's, it's like a natural... It's actually really good for detoxing as well. It's really good for like liver. It lowers, helps lower cholesterol um, yeah. and it has loads of antimicrobial properties. It's like good for the blood, yeah. everything. It's like, a, I feel like it's like a superfood. Mm. People should have it more. But to get a therapeutic dose, you'll probably need about a teaspoon at least. Like, so having like a tiny bit, I mean, it's going to help still, but. I like it. I like to do the yeah. turmeric in, um, in a bit of lemon juice. It's nice. It's like a good. shot kind of thing. Yeah, like, well, just like make a drink with turmeric, lemon juice, water, ice, like a little mocktail, turmeric mocktail. I love yeah. turmeric. Me too. So good, like especially in food, like cooking with it and like having a lot of it though. But you do feel really um, amazing after eating turmeric, whether it's your energy or just like, I don't know, just have this, like even when you just drink it, like with water or whatever, like iced or hot yeah. or whatever, you're, you're like, yum. Like you feel your body react to it and it's it's like Superpower. invigorating, yeah. And jamu jamu, isn't that a thing with turmeric? Jamu jamu? What's that? Isn't it? Tell jamu me more. Isn't, doesn't everyone have that in Bali? What's jamu? I they have turmeric, don't quote me on this, like it's turmeric, ginger, it's like all the spices and then they have it in a shot. Oh, nice. Oh. Lemon. Sounds good. I'm sure it's called that. But it's probably let's not let's look that. it up yeah. after. It's a shot. It's, it's really that. good. Sounds like start juicing this stuff. It's kind of <laughs> spicy. Anyway, jamu jamu. Jamu jamu. So what what else? So we've we've covered colonics and and herbs. Colonics. What about what about um like, you know, being being somebody 
like an entrepreneur today, like, you know, in with stress in their life, you know, like how do you, how do you recommend people kind of like balance that out and like what, what kind of things can people do to alleviate stress or like to look after their guts and, and themselves within a stressful environment? Okay. Well, so, yeah. yeah. So there's the lifestyle and then there's like the food and the herbs and stuff. So probiotics, because I know some people will be like, well, that's not natural taking a probiotic, but probiotics are amazing, an amazing thing that we really should be taking. Not, I mean, all the time, but when you're going through, like I said, the stress before, you take a probiotic that really, really helps not mess up your gut and things. There's so many amazing herbs for stress. So many. Um, you can Tell take, us. Where do I start? Um, there's like, <laughs> yeah, teas. Teas are nice for people because. And not just any herbs, right? Like No, don't go taking any herbs because well, every herb's the right different. Herbs. The right herbs. Yeah, right? So you oats. Can get, you can get glyphosate herbs too. You right? don't, yeah, get your <laughs> organic herbs. Organic herbs, people. Um, <laughs> you can, oats, amazing if you're not gluten intolerant. Oats. Oats. And oat seed, so oat seed is a herb. Uh-huh. Yeah, very calming, a very like nervine tonic, so, tonic. So it's like nurturing. That's nice. Passion flower is amazing and it's really good for, you know, when you have those thoughts and they go like you're around, around, around in your head and you kind of don't stop. Passion flower is amazing for just like stopping that. Oh, wow. Um, what else? Lavender, very calming, very nice. Like you can just put that on your pillow, like an essential oil if you didn't even want to have it in a tonic. Um, I love kava. Kava is one of my favourite herbs. Kava, like Fiji kava. Amazing, yes. Doesn't that get you high? No, it makes you very zen. It's a muscle relaxant. It's a relaxant. Oh, that's right. In Fiji, yeah, I've seen some people real... Relax, on the on the cover, and they're trying to eat something, and they can't feel their mouth, so yeah. they go like this. It makes you a bit numb. I mean, the, if you've yeah, got yeah. if you've got liver issues, then you should probably stay away from kava. Uh-huh. But you can take I call it my chill pill because I'm quite I can get quite anxious sometimes. I'm a sensitive Sally, so I will carry around. I'm not good on liquid herbs because you can take obviously the liquid. So naturopath will like mm-hmm. I would prescribe people liquid herbs, but. You can also, if you don't really take like the taste, some people gag when they take these herbs. So you can take tablets, or you can have tea. You need more yeah, I've tea tried, though. I've tried taking the um, what is it, chlorella and um, cilantro herbs, like droppers. But oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's so intense. Yeah. And all you have to think as well. If you're if you find it intense, are you gonna are you going to have it every day? Are you going I to can't be able do, to do it that every day? Like ask yourself, because if you won't, then I can prescribe you tablets, like tablet form and compound things for you, mm. you know, so. That's what but, I did. I got the, I got the cilantro like mm. tablets. So I take those now. Yeah. And then you can, then, you know, you can take it every day. Valerian as well. People always think, oh, valerian is just a sleep herb. It's actually amazing for anxiety mm. and calming you. And you don't obviously have to have as much because you're not going to go to sleep. Mexican valerian is even stronger than the normal valerian. So there's all these things that you can do with the herbs. Um, and then you can obviously do other things like I love ice baths. Mm, we love them too. I love an ice bath. I mean. The chili willies. Oh, yeah. Really Don't you have the chili willies? willies. Yes. <laughs> group ice bath. So nice. Just 
And it's like a community thing as well. So people people come over, do some breath work. You have like 10, 15-minute breath work. And then you get in the ice, which is usually eight bags of five kilos of ice. We should do one here we while should. you're here. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm down. Cool. And then have a fire afterwards. Mm. But as soon as you get in the oh, ice. Huh? With a fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get in the ice and you just forget all your worries because you're absolutely freezing. You forget all your worries, that's for sure. And you everything just, else. You need to just focus on surviving, just breathing. Like <laughs> <laughs> I like the schwitz too, the sauna. Oh, I do love a sauna. That's good for stress. It's great for stress. I feel relaxing. so good. Yeah. I've been taking actually my um, – You've seen my red ball, my lacrosse ball that I carry around everywhere for my myofascial release, but I actually went in the sauna the other day and took that in with me and the myofascia release with the, with the Schwitz double combo, Ooh. so good. Mm. Magnesium pool. What, what do you think about uh, like just just thinking about like entrepreneurship and this stuff mm. and, and people like really about performance and like focus mm. and like there's this whole movement with nootropics and, mm. and things like that. Where a lot of them seem to be geared around working more or like mm. getting more more and more work done or this done or, you know, which kind of um, puts you further into the like, uh, what is it, the sympathetic sort of state, yeah. which we're trying to like balance out and get more into. So what do you have an opinion on, on nootropics and, and some of those sorts of things that are popular at the moment? Well, like you said, I feel like they should be used. Everything is in moderation and you have to kind of look at when, like, even if someone would come to see me and say, say, for example, they were a workaholic and they're like, oh, I need something for concentration and stuff. It's like, well, you can only do so much work. Mm. And even if you had loads of, like, nootropics and herbs to help you focus, well, you're going to get burnout even if you're doing – if you're having all these herbs for concentration and making you more, like, energetic and things, it's still going to cause an imbalance in your body. So the really the treating the root of it is looking at, why that person needs to work so much in the first place and like looking at the lifestyle that they've got um and it's probably more about the nervous system and looking at other yeah. ways to address the need to work and calming calming the nervous system so they don't feel that and probably looking at there's probably other things going on that that person though right like money and a financial stress is oh, a massive one isn't yeah. it because so it puts big. you in like full survival mode and then you just you just get really out of balance you know, there's been times where we've mm. definitely been impacted by that and, like, you know, going through the whole, you know, I won't say the C word, but, you know, going through the whole situation, <laughs> the whole situation yeah. with lockdowns and everything. I mean, Tom and I lost, like, so much work through that period because we did a lot of our work in, in person. We've pivoted and now we do a lot of work online and starting to do more in person. But, yeah, that really that really impacted us and put a lot of stress on us and I'm sure there's, like, you know, a lot of people around the world experiencing the same thing. Mm. So it's like, you know, that, 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 yeah, when the balance goes out, yeah, it's, it can really throw, it can, throw everything. The more, it, like, as it starts going out, the more it goes on, the more it, uh, it's exponential too, right? Like, because when stress starts to take over and you allow it to keep continuing, it can just go and go and go and go and go, you know, without, like the seesaw will just keep well, then, well, then you're you're creating an environment in your body where you're where the 
like it's not it's not balanced, right? So it's like you're you're then you're then bad bacteria's then starting to take mm. over, isn't it? Because the chemicals aren't right. Like what vulnerable. what's actually happening in your body when you're stressed that's causing so this stuff? When you're stressed, well, think about this as well. Um, say for example, that's you have no thing. money, and you're just absolutely panicking because you have you've just lost your job. So your whole nervous system is completely dysregulated already. You have things as well when you're so there's other, a million things going on in your body. You lose your your blood sugar level increases. That's why people start eating rubbish as well when they're stressed. If you notice, and you're tired. Oh yeah. You're craving all these carbohydrates and things because and sugars and things. Yeah, so your insulin's out of whack. Um, and then obviously with the gut microbiome, which oh, was him. We call it the butt gyam. But Gaia, I like it. Yes. <laughs> but that gets completely dysregulated. You start losing all the good bacteria. You can't digest properly. You get issues like constipation. Maybe you get diarrhea if you're the other type. Um, and then obviously because you have that, your immune system then goes out. You're getting sick more. And then it's just and like a downhill you can't spiral. Afford to sleep. eat healthy as well. Yeah, you don't sleep properly. And then stressing more. Yeah, you get more stress. The sleep you, is a really oh, big it's one. Big. It's big. Like I, I didn't, I wasn't doing this right. Like I, I've only just started to get the sleep thing down. Like I, I really, like I've been adjusting a few things in my life. But like, like you see me last night, I'm really into the to the red, the blue block, like glasses. They've they've been an absolute game changer. Got myself a really good pillow. The what Duplo. Kind of pillow? Oh, it's been the best. The Duplo. I think it's called a Duplo. Um, it's a it's a f- memory foam pillow. The medium height. You can get them in different heights, but it's just like the best ever. The barefoot investor recommends. The barefoot it, investor. Oh, yeah, he, he yeah he plugged it too on his book. But that's what that's where I got it. Like yeah. So I so that and then like um, not realizing that you have to sleep in a pitch black room because the your eyelids are really thin and when light goes in, it, it actually it doesn't allow you to f- deeply sleep. So like I used to sleep with my blind open thinking, oh, it's more natural to like, you know, wake up with the sun rise kind of thing. But now I'm like shutting the blind. I put those um, blue blocks on and I'm like, I already feel so relaxed before I get to sleep and I just have the best quality sleep and, and just my day is just – I just feel so much better in my day just because I've had the right sleep and not just the right amount of sleep but, like, good quality sleep. Huge. Because if you wake up in the night several times, that things like that will spike your blood sugar level the next day. You notice how when you have disrupted sleep, you wake up and you're actually more hungry usually and you don't crave the healthy, like, protein or fats and – green veggies and things that you would you'd be like oh I'm just gonna have a smoothie I mean maybe people aren't as healthy as me but what do they what do they crave in the morning like a McDonald's tub of ice cream croissant a Portuguese pastry oh don't give us away Charlotte Porto hello they call them down there Porto Porto that's what they call them what having a Porto Having a porto. What a Keith. <laughs> so good. Keithy pastry. That's our that's one of our My kryptonite. Yeah. kryptonite. <laughs> we wouldn't allow kryptonite. And and what what about mental health? Like you said, you're very passionate about mental mm. health and trauma. And 
like and and that's obviously a whole another situation like we could probably talk for days on on that like with mental health but it's like especially with the rise in mental health especially mm-hmm. after the last couple of years and, and the so the good. rapid increase of of instability in people's mental health treating those with these pharmaceuticals as well like but it's also you know there's so much to it i've 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 been in um you know like i've got people in around me that have severe mental health issues and it's like not me, How? by the way. No, no. Um, <laughs> well, <I'm> joking. <laughs> and it's, but it's, it's like hard to like. It's like, where do you even start dealing with that? Like, you know, there's levels of it. Like, mm. you can be stressed. That's a poor mental yeah. health. You know, like there's there's different things. And then there's like when you get to the point of being diagnosed with something and then treating it. And then how do you ever get off that bandwagon once you're once you're on there? I always think as well with people making these diagnoses, it's like just puts people in a box. Mm. which is so – because I think everyone should be treated individually and someone can say, oh, you've got – you're going to like chronically diagnose you with X, Y and Z but or schizophrenia or something and I don't know, maybe it's not as bad as the other person or maybe it's a bit – it's slightly different but – It's very complex, whatever it so is, So complex. Stuff. And I – and also with these pharmaceutical medications, some people actually – feel worse when they take them because it's not actually addressing what's going on in their body. And that's why I'm quite big on genetics and doing the right testing for mental health um, and things like methylation and things. Oh, yeah. Can you talk yeah. about that? Because you just did that test yeah. recently, didn't you? Didn't yeah. you? Well, what's the methylation? What's what's that about? So methylation, every part of our, our, most cells in our body, like pretty much all of us, we all have to methylate in our bodies, like every cell does it. It's just a process in our body. And now, and I feel like it's just going to... Is it like clean, the cells cleaning itself or Yeah, and it's cleansing for them the cells, to function right? and work. Yeah. Like they just methylate. Um, How do you know if you're methylating or not? Well, everyone methylates, but you can under-methylate and over-methylate. And you need things like zinc, you need B6, you need folate. There's all these magnesium, there's all these um, chemicals which help and will support are required for methylation. So people can have now genetic SNPs and they're born with more mutations. And what happens is these mutations and SNPs mean that you're not methylating properly. Um, and you wouldn't realise. You go and get a blood test though and you can prob- and you can actually see through characteristics. So you can check someone's blood and say they've got like a really low level of folate. That's a bit of a red flag. Something could be going on. Um, What's a folate? Folate. Um, so you need folate for like to make and produce neurotransmitters. You need it to save uh, pregnant women. Obviously, you might have heard about it um, for growing like cells. That's okay. why it's so important in pregnancy. And some people naturally don't don't methylate the folate correctly. So it can't be used in the body correctly. And if you're not methylating, for example, folate, you're not going to have good mental health because you can't produce the neurotransmitters. So you can find out, and that's what I was saying to Tom before, like you can find out if you have a gene SNP or a dysfunction, but the main thing is finding out is what part of the methylation cycle you have an issue with. So then what you do, you just think, okay, so that person actually has really low folate. I'm going to, prescribe them some methylated folate 
and some other nutraceuticals potentially like magnesium or zinc or some B vitamins, some activated. So then you find out and once you've done that, you can actually notice that not just their mental health, but their detoxification, because usually if you're not methylating properly, you can't detoxify correctly. And you notice all these other things start working in your body a bit better. Mm. So people could have hormonal issues for years, um, gut issues for years, and then they go and find out. You work with them and you do some testing on them. The testing's about four hundred dollars, but it's kind of worth it. And what? And getting, but like are people are getting diagnosed with like depression or something, right? Like that could also be these sorts of things. Like it causes, is this related to yeah. So it can cause a depression, and about I think it's about seventy five percent of people. Well, 80% of people with depression actually do have gene, they have gene issues. So they need extra support with the neurotransmitters and the things like magnesium to support neurotransmitter synthesis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really interested. So it's like, so it's like genetic in a way that you're getting, um, like through your genetics, you're getting these irregular or, or deficient mm-hmm. um, gene snips that then is signaling you and then as well with all the shit in the environment mm. and whatever else you've got going on in your life layers that all up but then you can like you can actually address it from like in these different like levels right like yeah, starting with I always I always um see genetics as like the the main thing in health like if you have if you don't have good genetics you have to look at that because nothing else is going to function you can take all the supplements and herbs and eat really good nutrients and it will help but if you're not looking at the genetics and what you actually need to help make your genes function optimally, then nothing will ever be completely fixed. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You could just need some magne- extra magnesium. Like I, I did a, um, a methylation test and I naturally had low magnesium. I had low SAMI. Um, What's SAMI? I can't ever pronounce it. Don't ask me to pronounce okay, it. Okay, sorry about that. Um, S-A-M <laughs> and then it's like a lower E. But it's neat. You need – it basically helps with serotonin. So my SAMI – and you need magnesium for SAMI. You need zinc and you need like B6. Yeah. So because I wasn't having enough magnesium, I wasn't able to produce enough SAMI. And my mood was a slightly lower. I did actually notice when I was taking magnesium, it did change a lot. It was my digestion and my mood. I take the magnesium. I'm into the magnesium. Mm. I buy like a really good quality magnesium because there's different types of magnesiums, aren't there? Yeah, there's so many different types. Yeah, so like I get like a magnesium complex and I take that. But like because that helps you hydrate, right, magnesium as well. Like I I, – because I'm doing all that myofascia release – which also actually is connect like trauma, like mm. you know we store trauma in our in our fascia, um, and you know I'm taking that to kind of like rehydrate the the fascia, but I I really notice it the magnesium and how much more hydrated I feel, how much more nimble I feel in my mm. muscles and like the tightness in my muscles when I take it, and different types of magnesium work differently in our body. So we can take magnesium glycinate is amazing for sleep. Oh, that's true sleep as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, sleep. You can take magnesium 3 and 8, which is amazing for crossing the blood-brain barrier. So it's really good for concentration and focus. Um, some people, and everyone's different as well because you can read things and it will say 
oh, this magnesium is great, but maybe you take it and you're like, oh, actually, I don't really notice much. So maybe you're better on magnesium citrate or something. Um, and that's why sometimes when you look at magnesiums, it's good to get like a, a mixture of the types. Get the good shit. Yeah. It's worth paying a bit more and getting good quality because a lot of those times if you go to a like a chemist or something, you're buying a magnesium and it's got all these other things in it. Mm, yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot about like Paul Czech talks about that mm, a lot. The magnesium. magnesium. Yeah, there's uh, – what's his name? Wade Lightheart or whatever from Symbiotica or I think the company is or something. They got that oh, ma- yeah. mag breakthrough and they just talk like yeah. – talking about how, yeah, the wrong magnesium's not going to do you any, any good. No. And there's so many excipients in – brands and products now you can actually check in australia you check on the tga website and it will tell you you type in that product name it will tell you the excipients that's in there what's that there's a lot what's excipients so things like the maltodextrin the cornstarch oh. all these different things that get added to help bind it or to keep it keep it okay and date and stuff but sometimes i feel like companies add a bit more Things that aren't natural. Like to more weight to it. Huh? Like it's like just adding a Cutting bit of. It. Yeah, let's just. Yeah, it's <laughs> so true. It is. You read it's it and I'm like, I'm that. <laughs> yeah. And where, where does someone go to do a methylation test? A naturopath. Oh. Um, do you offer functional methylation option. tests? I do. Oh. I do. I think they're really important, though, for getting to the bottom of things and just for general health as well. So it's just actually, it's like a blood test, but it's like a swab, don't you? Don't you do with no, your saliva? So that's the that's the gene test you can MTHFR do. Like MTHFR one, right? Yeah, that's it. Tom's that's a mutant, apparently. You're a what? Teenage Tom's a mutant. Hi, <laughs> oh, what's wrong? You've just got no. I had mutated. I had the mutated gene on my test. He's a mutant. The MTHFR one. Just was it fully and guessing? Yes, I think so. I have to guess or have to find out. Um, but you have the gene, so that yes. means that I'm under methylating. You're under. Yes. Did it tell you that? Oh, well, that's what I got told. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah, because you can over methylate. Do you think he looks like a mutant? <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, that methylation test though is quite. Um, I'm actually CGI. I'm not even here. What's the CGI? Oh, okay, CGI. Okay. Technical talk. Too much for me. <laughs> I don't think of it. I don't think so, Charlotte. We know what, <laughs> we know what you're Naturopathy. Yeah. Na- naturopathy. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 oh, yeah, sorry. Is there no. more on that? I was, I was going to ask about blood testing too, like, because you, yeah. you've spoken about that, with, like, when we've chatted before. Like, how is that? How important is that? What do you do about blood? Like, yeah. I just realized I haven't had my blood tested in ages. I'm like, oh, how long is ages? Oh, years. Tom. Yeah, I need to go do it. Hang on. Get yourself yeah, to like the doctor's. Yeah, like next week I'm going. Yesterday. Just go now. <laughs> can you, can <laughs> you look? I got my blood test done. Can you look oh, at my I'm blood test and let, let me know what's going on? Let you know. Because even then, like, I, I feel like it's so, like, the, the me- medical system here is so, like, not up. It's not It's not well, great. It's not well, the like naturopaths can't, aren't legally allowed to take blood, right? Which isn't no. that crazy? But I, you got to go to the is that not? Is that I mean, like you guys? I, I don't know what the story is there, but I I got my blood tests done um, at a pathology lab, like, but but the do- like the doctor doesn't really go through it, mm. like they go, oh yeah yeah you're you're good, 
but there's mm. no they're, they're they're just looking for cancer and and and, and shit like that. And dying common and things. Not, like, well, that's dying. it. But even when I was on the phone on hold, like the it, it was like it's like um, cancer management uh, or you know cancer management center or something like this. When I was on hold, it's like you know on the on the music and the the whole music and mm. it was talking about like that it was going through this whole thing about the clinic and it's like a cancer management services and things like that or disease management and i'm like that's it like they're just it's looking yeah. they're looking for management. they were looking for customers right they're just looking mm. for they're scanning your blood to see if you're a customer it's not like they're scanning your blood to see if you're to actually help you and just see what if you're healthy or what's going on. And like we've got a lot of Brazilian friends and it, like the health system in, in Brazil, like doctors in Brazil apparently are just so thorough. Like they just – you have to really beg here for like a test mm. or to see a specialist and things like that. But in Brazil, like when you go and go to the doctor, apparently they're like they do a full scan, they test everything. And like you hear a lot of like like – my Brazilian friends going, oh yes, you know, I can't wait to go back to Brazil and see my doctor or see my dentist or whatever it is because, you know, you, you think, think it'd be a pretty good standard here, like, but it's because yeah. Medicare, they basically pull up the doctors if they're doing a lot of tests on someone. So if that person's having really extensive blood tests every like four months or something or three months, they probably pull them up and ask them why. So the doctors get questioned. So they don't usually like doing. If you went, for example, if you haven't been for like a million years. Um, then you, the doctor would probably Give be like, that's anxiety, fine. Charlotte. You'll be fine. Healthy. But they'd be like, that's fine. He hasn't had tests for a long time and they will know that that's okay. Yeah. And, but that's why you go sometimes and the doctor will say, oh, I don't really, you don't really need that or, you know, or have you'll push have to pay it. for things. So sometimes you will have to pay or go to a naturopath and they can obviously have like access to a lab where you can go and get specific things done. How, how often should you be getting blood tests? Well, you should be going at least every year and just having a full health check mm-hmm. of your bloods. Yeah. Checking things like your B vitamins, your iron. Vitamins. Yeah, vitamins. Yes. Magnesium, heavy metal, copper, things like that. Uh-huh. Um, and if you're seeing it and that, like, what's the relationship or, like, the difference between when you're, you're, you've, you're seeing a naturopath and then you got to go to the doctor for certain things, like – you're going to them for your blood test and taking it to someone like you or yeah, that's what you're doing? Yeah, you can go and get your bloods done and then come to a naturopath. And you have to remember that also the ranges when you go to a doctor, they would look at, like you said, they'd be like, oh, it's all fine. Um, you're good to some go. Some doctors are good though. Let's be honest. Some doctors are really good. and let's, There are some, there but are they're some like, really they've got a doctors. massive waiting list. Like there's one yeah. doctor in Mullum that's really good, but apparently it's really hard Everyone to get to see him. Yeah. yeah. Their truth are. <laughs> I think they, they, they're onto it, yeah. That's why. But others, they base all those levels and the ranges and things are based on the sick society. Because let's be honest, when none of, not a lot of us are healthy anymore, unfortunately. So they're having to base it on ranges which are out and not completely optimal. Mm. So a naturopath kind of has, usually has different ranges with those blood results. So they'll look at those and pick things up and probably look at things like correlations and things and think, oh, well, that's out and that's out. Mm. And you mentioned like copper and things like that. Like how prevalent is heavy metal toxicity? And like, 
you know, how do people manage that and how do people know if they have – I mean, probably everyone has like – nine out of ten people have heavy metal toxicity or something? Well, Is that right? like or copper, that for example, like we're saying about that. Is that from pipes? Yeah, it can be from so yeah, pipes is really. I mean, I don't think there's as many copper pipes now. I'm pretty sure there's not. I don't know about that. I have to get a plumber in here and ask yeah. them. I have to ask the get plumber. A plumber on the show. But yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> but copper, copper is really. Ask a plumber if he's had a colonic. Do you think he would have? <laughs> maybe. I'm no. sure there's some plumbers out there. No, that would maybe in Byron, there's probably a few. There would be a few plumbers. plumbers maybe they get over poo and they're like, uh, no, I just they, can't they deal with this shit anymore. They're probably traumatised from yeah, all of yeah, yeah. I mean, they've seen enough, haven't they? Let's be honest. Yeah, true. But um, what was I saying? I forgot. Something about co- oh, <laughs> heavy oh, metals, heavy metals. <laughs> heavy metals. Oh, yes. Yeah. So like this is an example as well, autistic People usually a very high heavy metal toxicity. So you'll see on their bloods they'll have like mercury even or oh, wow. it's high. Mercury can even they can be born with it, that's a thing, because they can't detox properly. So sometimes it's not even that they've been exposed to heavy metals. They've just got an issue like methylation where they can't mm-hmm. actually detox correctly. So they accumulate heavy metal. And that's another reason why methylation is great, like knowing it, because then you know you're allowing your body when you correct it to detox correctly. Um, so it's not just the environment, but all these heavy metals are obviously like Rick said earlier, like neurotoxins and... Yeah, it sends people mad, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah like there's yeah. that story... Uh, that lady that was... The metal, like there's a... Paul Check podcast and they interview the guy that created Metal Free. It's like this metal detox thing. And he's talking about like there was, what was it? It was like a lady who like literally lost her mind. She was walking around babbling like homeless, all this stuff, just totally off like what you would consider off the rails or whatever when you see them on the street. They did a heavy metal detox and they came back. They yeah. were like fine. And it was like some high level of metal to- toxicity that ju- literally drove them mad. And it's like all these, you know, and then, and then there's all the things like yeah. even in your teeth yeah, and stuff that used to use. Like yeah. putting mercury in your face, oh, in your head. Wow. Like how dumb is that? But people thought it was safe because of science research. Mm. This peer review person, I don't know who that peer review person is, but there's probably a few studies saying it's. But that's the thing as well. You have to be very careful with as well because someone can say oh i'm just going to do a heavy metal detox Mm. but you actually have to be so careful with removing heavy metals from your body because if you don't do it properly you'll completely make yourself sick and you're not going to get those out and your organs will be really overwhelmed and it's toxic is it your liver or what is it particularly because if you remove them the wrong way like yeah it gets into your bloodstream right Or, or can poison you worse well the first thing you have to do when you're working with removing heavy metals is you make sure that that person's health is improved and well enough to do it. So you make sure mm-hmm. all the amongtree organs are working. So that's like your kidneys, you have a good digestion, your digestion's optimal. Um, your skin, obviously so much comes out of your skin. Um, so your lymphatic system that's working. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, liver. So you make sure they're all really well supported and another reason why like even clonics are great because how much of the detoxification ends up like in the gut mm. and things get carried out in the gut. Well, when I did my colonic, they, there was like green, this green fluid that was coming out. They could see through the tube and she's saying that's from your liver. 
It's like releasing toxins. So I imagine if that's getting stuck in your gut, the toxins that your liver is finally releasing. Yeah. You can't be good. green? No, not at all. Fasting. It was completely fast. I had me eating for 10 days, nothing. And this green, like every now and again, Mm. it would just be like a little bit come through the tube. And she goes, there it is. It's toxins from your liver. Mm. Like, wow. Because sometimes, well, you can go to a clinic and this isn't to say about that woman, but just saying in general as well for people listening. Um, Because people can be like, oh, you've got. X, Y, and Z, like on a clinic, but you don't actually know sometimes. Mm. Yeah, I think this clinic's pretty legit. It's good though. Yeah. Yeah. So, mental health, like, if you're suffering from mental health to some, maybe even medicated. How, knowing all this stuff, like, Mm. there's a few. How, like, do people come to you for that? With like wanting to get off medication, or 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 like, is there a is there a protocol, or like, where do so I normally look at, because it wouldn't just be, it would just be like, I look at the environment that they're in. So mm-hmm. the simple things to start with, like their job, their lifestyle, where they're living, and they've got family support. So you look at those things. Sometimes with mental health, especially if it's chronic, would look at ancestral trauma mm-hmm. um, because that's so big. And I feel like that is not spoken about enough. And some people, or especially when you do have mental health issues, yeah. they're not, they have no idea what's happened um, ancestrally. So I'd look at, I'd take a look at that. Um, and then I would look at the genetics. I would always look at genetics and mental health as well. It doesn't mean just because they've got depression, obviously, it doesn't mean they've got like a genetic issue, but it can be really improved and you just have to make sure and cover that because a lot of the time, when there are chronic issues and things like autism or schizophrenia or depression even, there is something going on. Um, so I'd look at that and then the diet as well and that includes the gut, like looking at the gut. Because mm. the gut is really big. And obviously I always would look at heavy metals as well because heavy metals are neurotoxic and it's very common. Isn't, isn't that interesting? Because it, it's, it's so mm. funny that – the relationship between the environment, like because we work in environment, you know, when we do collaboration design, we're crafting an environment to optimise the work to be done, you know, because it's like we create our environments and then our environment then creates us. So it's so interesting the way that you're working with environment, environmental impacts, stresses and things like that because it's informing and it is creating your because you, you are sharing as well, like with your skin and your and your um, your body, like it's, it's having an exchange with the, with the environment as well, isn't it? So it's kind of like making up your genetic like makeup, makeup or like yeah. your mm. in a way. So it's just it just goes to show your environment. And and actually, yeah. when we had Nelson on the show here, like our first um, guest, our, our producer Nelson, he was talking about how he crafts his environment carefully crafts his environment to the people around him, you know, the positivity that, you know, has he got people around him that are positive and going after it and like, you know, what what is he surrounding himself with every day that's impacting his, you know, view of the world, his self-belief yeah, and all that stuff. and everything. So it's it's totally true, you know, from from every, every level and, you know, the broader scale, like if you look at the whole world right now in general, 
at scale, the environment is impacting us severely because we've been deteriorating it. So that dete- well, deteriorating, deteriorating it, and thus our health does the same, right? Because we are the a product of our our environment. And think about as well in COVID, there was a, so many more suicides since mm. COVID because humans just didn't have the connection. How important is even just physical touch? People forget about that, like that physical touch, like hugging someone, yeah. being with family. These are all things that it's not always spoken about in society, but it does actually improve your mental health a lot. Mm. And you need to oh, be around sure. people. It's like all the endorphins. Like I think like yeah. a hug, you get all these endorphins. Yeah, oxytocin. Yeah, yeah oxytocin it releases oxytocin. And, and your heart, yeah. like uh, your heart vibration like having it interface with other people like being in vibrations yeah. of each other's hearts like uplifts us yeah. not having that it just how far up. does that go out they reckon it's like a meter and a half like oh your isn't that interesting so, yeah, it's like the three a, meters, meters to stay apart is like out of or the like energy out field. of the, the yeah out of two people's yeah. hearts distance away from each other which is kind of like oh, what's that about and isn't st- it 1.5 meters isn't it, what was it 1.5? social yeah. distancing is 1.5 meters oh, no it's 1.5 it was 1.5 okay but so if, one, 1.5, if everyone's yeah. at 1.5 then it's you're in the, the field well yeah. no actually it's not 1.5 plus 1.5 is it but you're yeah you're out of the someone's heart field at 1.5 mm. oh and you think of it now even with the masks you can't and i always see children look at adults that are wearing masks and they look so confused because children are trying to learn all yep. the psychological and read and have those social tools and emotional bonds yeah and build build emotions and you can't do that if you can't see someone's face what it's pretty big what about this this is i saw something i was at i don't really watch tv but i was at the gym and there was this um story on where they were like uh, about injectables, like facial injectables and there were all these people getting injectables like botox and, and collagen and whatever they were you know, what do you call it? Plump, plumpers and is it plumpers and fillers? And that's it. That's it. But it was so plumpers. interesting because they did this test where they were. It was around empathy, and it's like the people that had the fillers and things like that. They diminished their ability to be able to um, be empathetic towards somebody else something to do with facial recognition and like noticing like weak signals within somebody's face. And I'm like, this is madness because you've got these people doing like, that was just about fillers and, and whatever that like the injectable stuff. Yeah. But then it's like, well, what about people with masks? What about children covering, covering your, well, like covering yeah. faces. Like face. yeah. So will those children be growing up? It just got me thinking without being able to, to learn empathy or be empathetic because they're not getting these signals around facial expressions and things like that. And what impact is that going to have on society when these children grow up? It's kind of scary. And even the lack of oxygen, you're breathing in all of that, you know? Like we're not supposed to be having this like anaerobic environment like on our face. No. And, and again, it's just a, a same, same as we've said before, we're not we're, – it's a decision that was made with no, mm. uh, well, what we think to know with no research or, or knowing what the long-term effect well, is. Well, depending or, what the reason knowing, behind yeah. what or it is. Or knowing that know, it yeah. is going to be like that. But whatever the, the narrative is, it's like we're going to see the full impact of that, you know, much Years later to come. in time. Yeah. You just, um, you have to bring it back to nature, don't you? And just think what, what actually feels good. 
Well, feeling good is being in nature, being around people, having a community, like eating clean. You always feel good when you've eaten clean. Yeah. Like all these. Breathing. Yeah, breathing. Getting sunshine. Sunshine's so big. Love the sun. I mean, so so important. Everybody loves the sun. I've mm. noticed a massive difference since I've started doing 20 minutes at least in the sun before mm. midday. I sleep better too. It produces a bit of melatonin, doesn't it, the sun? And, uh, yeah, I, I just so, – so something so simple and especially with all the rain and, and the, the flooding that's been going up on he, up here, you like – you just really appreciate the sun when it's out, I tell you. And, so. when, and when you have like a healthy lifestyle like that, you, you're having the sun, you're having good sleep and things, you don't need to be spending all this money on supplements. Like I'm all like well and good like you, know, you can supplement on things – when you need to, like with the methylation, for example, some people need to be on things. But if you actually do have a good lifestyle, you save yourself a lot of money actually because you don't, you're not sick. Mm. You're actually happy as well. And then when you're happy, mm. you can do more things. Things just flow in your life. Mm, that's, that's true. Right. You, you, way more able. Yeah, you're not you're not achieving your your dreams. You're not able to achieve achieve your dreams if you're not happy. Like. Because there's so many people go through the things and, do, you know, chase all these things mm. that they think they want, but they're not happy in the process. And then their health suffers in the end and then it's like, you know, what good's all mm. that for? And you end up, you know, just like, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a and, – and also like with all this stuff, having purpose in your life, like and it's something that we're very big on, you know, with, with the work that we do and, and uh, you know, as people but as organisations and everyone, like if you have no sense of purpose in life, you know, you're more sus- susceptible to – you know, just allowing all these these things that we've been talking about to take over and, and, and never addressing them because you're just kind of like in this resigned mind state. But when you've got a sense of purpose and whether that is family or connection or, you know, nature connection, you know, all that sort of stuff, happiness, you know, fulfillment through happiness, not from these external things, you know, that that's, that's going to change, you know, not just the way that you feel, but, it's, you know, it's going to create a ripple effect. If everyone was doing that across the world, we'd be living in a whole different reality. Mm. So. True. Meditation as well. Forgot to mention that. Meditation. So important. Mm. Breath work. Ice baths. Definitely Chili willies. Chili <laughs> willies. Chili willies for life. <laughs> Speaking of, we are... Uh, we're going to the, the Schwitz and the chili the, the cold plunge soon, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Had our vitamin D session earlier. Yes. Yeah. We did, we did. And uh, and on that note, Charlotte, um, where do people find you if they're interested in, in booking you for some natrop- naturopathy? Naturopathy. 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 <laughs> On I'm on Instagram, so I am Charlotte C H A R L O T T E I V, and then naturopath. I think I'm naturopath or naturopathy. Anyway, you'll you'll find me there. Mm-hmm. My website is being built, so I have a a link tree at the moment for consults. Fantastic, very good. So yeah. And if you want to uh, catch any great memes, you might might work out Charlotte's other page at some point, but we. I don't know if you, you come to, to Charlotte Ivy right. underscore, but okay. I do share it. I'm a truther. Isn't it BSC or something? What's BSC? Bachelor of Science. That's yeah, my naturopathy. You don't use a naturopathy? No, Charlotte Meme Lord page. Yeah, I've got a Meme Lord page. <laughs> I'm a lover of memes, aren't I? You know that. <laughs> yes, well, you've told me that you lift them. Well, memes? Yeah. I lift memes? Yeah. 
I said, where do you get all the memes from? And you go, oh, I don't come up with them. I, I lift them. Oh, I, I came off me- like Telegram and the stuff. Curating. Yeah, I just collect them. I just save them. I'm like, I'll save that for later. And then I do a meme job. <laughs> drop them all on my page and haven't been haven't been banned from Instagram yet. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope your naturopathy page doesn't. No, I don't um, do memes that's, in that. That's, that's your Yopro account. Um, you should be on LinkedIn soon too. We've been telling you to do that stuff. Actually, I think you're going to find a lot of uh, good good things come from LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, but I'll stop. Start Posting. dropping some things on there. Not memes, maybe not. It's too the real, the real too shit. pro professional for memes, maybe. Yep. I don't know. So Charlotte's making a lot of good content on on Instagram. So give her a follow. Lots of nice little bite sized chunks of of uh, of gold around health and what all all kinds of stuff. You just did a post around uh, marijuana, didn't you? And yes, and uh, curry, curry. That was curry. one of my last posts, and just saying how everyone needs a bit of curry in their life for their diet. And then I did a post on marijuana saying it's not good for depression because people people seem to go to it as their herb, don't they? And it's not mm. it's not for all. Yeah. It's not good. Interesting. So yes, what, give, what about uh, what give about Charlotte a follow and you can and always you find yes, well we'll plug yeah, ourselves. We have to plug ourselves. <laughs> I'll plug you. Do you want me to plug you? Yes, plug us. Can you plug us? Guys. Do you know our handles? You only just started following. No, it. I followed you before. <laughs> I just didn't follow my other my meme drop page. <laughs> Design on purpose, the two OG truthers. Oh. Just working from the heart, that's how I describe you both. You just kind of you just do it. You you get to know the business of whoever you're working with and you fully just r- work from the bottom up and just how can I say this? I'm trying to think of a ways to big you up now. <laughs> You just keep pros. going. Keep you going. Pros. pros. You look at the whole picture of a business and really get to know like what's going wrong with that company, and look at all the areas which where energy isn't flowing, and you fix it. Systems. Fantastic. All systems go. That's good. You're going to help me with my great, business. Great, great drop. Yes, well, nice we are helping you with your business well, right, now. Me right now. <laughs> um, so yes, follow us on Instagram at Design on Purpose on. YouTube channel, if you're not listening on YouTube right now, um, Design on Purpose. What else am I thinking of? Telegram, Wordplay Studio. You can also follow Wordplay Studio, our design agency at Wordplay Studio on Instagram and LinkedIn. And um, please like and subscribe if you found this episode valuable or you feel like somebody you know and love needs to hear it, send it to them, you know, pass it around, share the love and uh And we'll be back again next week for another episode. So until then, enjoy and see you then. Thanks, Charlotte.